Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. my friends, D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transmission by Truth podcast in the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022 week four. Today, we continue with our perfection and everlasting life series. Two weeks to examine the prize and the goal of the quest for holiness. Today's podcast is Lecture H, a word of truth accounting of the spiritual models of perfection and everlasting life, day nine. Now, the title of today's podcast is Everlasting Life is Everything. What is a man profited if he gains all the world and loses his soul? Matthew 16, 26. Now, the Lecture H objectives are analyze the call to seek those things above, examine the trouble of separatism, provide an accurate definition of everlasting life, and strengthen the link between the Father's will and everlasting life. Now, for those of you in our virtual book club, this lecture references Chapter 1 of the Pinnacle Point is Volume 1, if thou wilt be perfect. And this lecture also references chapter six of Pinnacle Holiness, volume one, a prelude to holiness. Let's begin with the call to seek those things above. Now, after focusing most of this series thus far on perfection and having established perfection as not only possible, but the door that leads to everlasting life, we must now shift our focus to the prize. We must now discuss everlasting life. Like many spiritual topics, there are many questions and misconceptions surrounding everlasting life in the church circuit. And I will address some of them in this lecture to ensure we are all moving forward in this quest with the appropriate mindset concerning the greatest prize of all time and for all time. Now, this illustration speaks to one of the greatest tragedies of the modern church. That is, the enemy has led many other leaders to shift their focus from the main thing, i.e. eternal life, to earthly matters. Trust me, if you visited 100 churches in 100 days, to survey what is being preached and or taught, you will hardly find anyone, if anyone, preaching or teaching about everlasting life. Just a reminder, I know this because I spent the first 30 years of my life in the church. I became a minister at the age of 18, and I was ordained in my early 20s. So here again, I am not speculating on this. I am telling you what I have witnessed, what I have seen. 
thiefly, that is a gross disregard of the spiritual weight of everlasting life. This has led many to be in conflict with the teaching of Yahushua Messiah and the call to seek, i.e. focus on those things above. Matthew 6, 31-32 reads, Do not worry then, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For all these the nations seek for, and your heavenly Father knows that you need all these. But seek first the kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness, and all these shall be added to you. Do not then worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow shall have its own worries. Each day has enough evil of itself. Hebrews 11, 10 and 16 reads, For he was looking for the city, having foundations, whose builder and maker is Elohim. But now they long for a better place that is a heavenly. Therefore, Elohim is not ashamed to be called their Elohim, for he has prepared a city for them. Now, these verses confirm my position. Everlasting life is everything. For this cause, I will not only ensure that we maintain our primary focus on this prize, I will also consciously relate every other subject matter we encounter in this quest to everlasting life. Trust me, it may not be enough to suggest everlasting life is everything. I would go as far as to say it is the only thing. Let's now discuss the trouble with separatism. Besides losing sight of the prize of everlasting life, the modern church has prescribed a particularly damning philosophy. That is the doctrine of separatism. Let's talk about it. Now, by definition, separatism is a doctrine that supports the isolation of the components of a larger body of beliefs and the effort of understanding them apart from the role that each component plays in contributing to the larger body. This removes all constraints assigned to the component and allows it to be construed and promoted outside of its original intent and in a wide variety of inaccurate forms. These forms are generally in line with the personal beliefs of the individual who works to isolate these components, and such activity works against the larger body. I would at this time put forth an example. If you venture out into the church circuit, you will find the most popular biblical message over the past decade is prosperity. You don't have to go too very far to find someone in the church talking about prosperity. It is the religious soup de jour. Now, here's a question. Is there anything wrong with the message of prosperity? The answer is no, there isn't. However, when it is administered from an isolated viewpoint, it can be magnified beyond its true spiritual grade. The question is, how does this transpire? How is a spiritual topic magnified above its true spiritual grade? The question is, how does this transpire? How is a spiritual topic magnified above its true spiritual grade? In the case of prosperity, 
When its message is delivered independent of a central premise, it fails to reveal all the requirements on the lofty blessings for being promoted. As a consequence, those who hear this message will only realize it in part because they are forced to conceptualize the principles of prosperity in a spiritual vacuum, for it was isolated and construed outside of the greater whole. This brings us to the most injurious part. After being misinformed, yet often excited for the trendy message of prosperity, many will attempt to apply its principles in isolation in order to receive unlimited blessings, for this is what they were promised. Now, here's the question. Do you believe that your application of prosperity under these circumstances could possibly parallel prosperity in its true spiritual context? The answer, it's not possible for you would not be operating in truth. Thus, at best, you would only experience partial success and even that would be highly unlikely. This is precisely why the enemy has created an army of false prophets and strategically placed them throughout the church circuit. It is to cause the modern church to be focused on earthly matters as opposed to seeking the kingdom of heaven and vying for the prize of everlasting life. This is one of many reasons why the Father has commanded me to focus our ministry on the path to perfection, for this is the only path that leads to everlasting life. Therefore, any message that does not enhance our ability to finish this path has no eternal value. It, my friends, is a byproduct of separatism. Let's now discuss everlasting life defined. Everlasting life is the eternal reality of all living found worthy to inherit the new heaven and the new earth. These will have qualified themselves by their mastery of the Father's will. For this cause, they will live forever and continue in their mastery of the Father's will. Now, the key to this definition in all spiritual matters is the Father's will. Namely, the primary factor that determines who inherits everlasting life and who falls into endless death is the Father's will. This speaks to a key matter concerning accountability. That is, Elohim, in some fashion, has revealed himself and his will to all men. Therefore, despite our various levels of knowledge, no one will have an excuse for failing to master the divisions of the Father's will they were made aware of. And the scriptures support my trust. Titus 2, 11 through 12 reads, For the saving gift of Elohim hath appeared to all men, instructing us to renounce wickedness and worldly lusts, and to live sensibly, righteously, and reverently in the present age. Looking for the blessed expectation and esteemed appearance the great Elohim and our Savior, Yahushua Messiah, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people, his own possession, ardent for good works. Romans 1, 18-19 reads, 
For the wrath of Elohim is revealed from heaven against all wickedness and unrighteousness of men, who suppress the truth and unrighteousness, because that which is known of Elohim is manifest among them, for Elohim has manifested to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible qualities have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, both his everlasting power and mightiness, for them to be without excuse. Because although they knew Elohim, they did not esteem him as Elohim, nor gave thanks, but became vain in their reasonings, and their undiscerning heart was darkened. These verses prove that Elohim, in some capacity, has revealed himself to all men. The problem is that many have foolishly resisted and are resisting his will. Yet in doing so, they have disenfranchised themselves from everlasting life. Now, here's the question. Is inheriting everlasting life as simple as matching the Father's will? Can we break it down into that single, however, requirement? The answer is absolutely yes. Inheriting everlasting life really is that simple at the conceptual level. Master his will and you're in. However, just because understanding how we inherit everlasting life is simple does not suggest walking the path is. Believe me. Walking the path perfection and reaching the end will be the single most difficult thing you ever do. This is why Elohim has called me to this ministry. It's because walking the path perfection, i.e. the way of holiness, is a complex undertaking. We know this because the vast majority of mankind throughout the ages has failed. My dear friends, do not let that worry you. But know this, you are going to succeed where they have failed. See, unlike many of them, you have a qualified tour guide who will make sure you never take your eyes off the prize. You, my friend, will never forget what's at stake and what you're not only fighting for, but what you are dying for. And that will make all the difference in the world. For the primary reason why men fail in any great undertaking on this wise is because they lose sight of the goal. They lose sight of the prize. That will not be the case for you because at Pinnacle Point as Ministries, we will never allow you to lose sight of everlasting life. For as the title of today's podcast reveals, everlasting life is everything. Now, here is the final word. Fight the good fight of faith, laid hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art called. They say the main thing is to keep the main thing. Truer words could not have been spoken concerning everlasting life, for it is the main thing for every man, woman, boy, and girl. And so I caution you once more, to keep your eyes on the prize at the end of the way. Let nothing distract you and let no one stop you. And here is the assignment. 
strengthen your focus on everlasting life and either begin or continue to make mention of it in your prayer sessions, speaking your intentions into existence as you align your will with the Father's. I also want you to begin meditating on everlasting life as often as you can. Ask the Father by his spirit to allow you, a mere mortal, to catch a mere glimpse of the glory prepared for you if you prove yourself worthy. Then go prove yourself worthy every hour of every day. And do not hesitate to reach out to us if you need anything along the way. Now, here is what's next. Today's podcast, we completed Everlasting Life is Everything. And tomorrow's podcast is To Live, One Must Die. Now, if you are a member and have questions, please click the Q&A box underneath the video player. Likewise, if you have comments you want to share with the group, please share those in the comment box located beneath the Q&A box. Now, if you're not a member, and you have questions about today's podcast, feel free to contact us via our website at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and use the form on our contact page, and we will respond to you as soon as we can. And thank you for being with us today. hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.